This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now for this week, London Dairy Shopping Centre in Edmonton, Alberta is our popular article for the week. And Craig, you're from Edmonton, so this is a near and dear article to your heart. Now they have some new tenants. Hudson Bay has some announcements going on there too. So Craig, where would you like to start? Well, let's talk a bit about London Dairy. It's uh, one of the larger malls in the Edmonton market. I've got a long history there myself, having uh, lived in the city years ago. Uh, London Dairy Mall is getting some new tenants, amenities, um, which are really going to, think, cater to the local community, hmm. which is quite multicultural. No, and I agree. And just some quick facts before we go further from the Cushman and Wakefield website, because they're the landlords of Londonary Shopping Mall. It was built in 1972, and there was major renovations in 1983. It expanded in 91, and then was redeveloped between 2014 and 2017. So it was quite a long span, but... Up until this point, the major anchors have been Hudson Bay, Save on Foods, Winners, and Simons. Um, besides them, there's 150 stores in the mall. There's 3,500 parking spots, and about 217,000 people live within five kilometers of the shopping mall in the northeast. So, um, yeah, so it's quite a happening mall. And so besides this kind of snapshot from Cushman and Wakefield's website, what's happening now, Craig? There's a few things coming up here. So uh, in uh, 2024, a passport office is coming to the mall. Totally. And it's just another amenity, especially since the area is so multicultural and diverse, right? So uh, instead of standing in line in the middle of nowhere at a Service Canada building, it's in a mall, which is great. But is there anything from your perspective that this addresses? Uh, I think this addresses a few things. This is a way to add foot traffic. It's it's a non-retail tenant in a shopping center. Mm. Uh, which is going to bring people in, make the center even more relevant than it already is. Like foot traffic. And uh, yeah. I think just be a really great addition to London Dairy. So so kudos to those who uh, put that deal together in terms of getting that lease uh, or however it's set up with, with, with London Dairy. Cushman and Wakefield is the landlord. I've been talking to various experts, people in the industry around uh, sort of the new retail or non-retail tenants, uh, specifically being retailers moving into such places as shopping centers. And we're definitely seeing that here with London Dairy. So again, I think it's terrific. Nice. So what else is going on in the mall? Another uh, addition to the shopping center. It's not the biggest thing, but uh, the Shoppers Drug Mart store at London Dairy, it's about 17,000 square feet. It's on the main floor. Uh, added a beauty boutique. And for those that don't know what a beauty boutique is, yes, Shoppers Drug Mart is a traditional pharmacy and it does have, let's say, groceries and stuff added in. But the beauty boutique section is specific for hair care, skin care, makeup, fragrances, tools, accessories for men and women. And they literally have um, staff that have been trained and are knowledgeable in the products as opposed to um, it just being another aisle in a traditional grocery store. So if you walked into your grocery store and needed some help with deciding what you needed, you would need to flag down somebody who might be a you know a grocery bagger or a produce person. And they wouldn't have any specialty knowledge like what the beauty boutique would be in Shoppers Drug Mart. So, and plus they'd have a much wider, more upper class um, product offering. So it's great they're expanding that. There's, there's, I guess, somewhat a lack of a competition there other than the Hudson's Bay store. But I'll be talking about that in a moment because I don't think it's going to have a beauty department pretty soon. Uh, but nevertheless, the uh, Shoppers Drug Mart store there, um, expanding in terms of its offerings, having a beauty boutique, I think is a great addition to the uh, neighborhood. Again, 
um, you've got uh, prestige cosmetics, everything that would be in there that would, uh, uh, again, drive traffic to London Dairy. Uh, apparently, Shoppers Drug Mart's the number one beauty uh, retailer in Canada now in terms of sales. So uh, it makes sense that it would do this expansion and uh, uh, offer these here. So it's it's really taken over from, I guess, what would have been perhaps Sears and Hudson's Bay in the past. Uh, those two retailers, I think, would have had the bulk of the beauty business, but things have certainly changed. Sephora, of course, is very, very strong as well. And let's move into the grocery section. So a few months ago, we actually did a report on uh, no frills coming into London Dairy, uh, the um, lower price grocery store uh, chain that's owned by Loblaw. The uh, store actually replaced a uh, Save On Foods, which had been there. Oh, wow. Okay, well, Cushman and Wakeville need to update their lease plan and the details on their website for London Dairy because they still have Save On Foods uh, listed as the retailer. So yeah, but keep going. So for those, uh, Save On Foods is a Western Canadian grocery chain. And it's known to be a little bit more expensive, or at least traditionally. I don't know what's happening now with prices because they <laughs> no frills doesn't seem to seems to be expensive for something that allegedly has no frills. But nevertheless, uh, <laughs> has replaced Save On Foods, which in theory may have been a more expensive store, at least at the time. I know that things have changed recently, but um, I've been told, I talked to uh, someone at Cushman and Wakefield, they said that this no frills store is doing really well. Uh, lots of people coming in, lots of foot traffic. So I think it's really addressing the neighborhood. So again, I think London Dairy is coming together as this neighborhood center for the community that surrounds it. Uh, again, with the passport office, with a grocery store that people can hopefully afford to shop at, uh, with you know beauty offering a shoppers drug mart that uh, is uh, you know far more robust, I think, than what it would have been there before. Oh, totally. And I think London Dairy Shopping Mall is supporting the community quite well. Um, is there any other announcements that you wanted to touch upon too? So probably the biggest announcement here uh, that was made was the retention of the Hudson's Bay store at London Dairy. So in February, uh, I'd gotten word that the, and the Hudson's Bay had confirmed it, by the way, that uh, the Hudson's Bay store at London Dairy was was set to close in August of 2023. Uh, so that was the plan. And mm-hmm. I wrote about it. The Banff store was announced to be closing in the same month. Uh, but, uh, we subsequently got word that the Hudson's Bay store at London Dairy will stay open. So there's one big announcement. It's going to serve the local community. The BAP store is still closing, I should say as well, just for those who are wondering, but London Dairy staying open, but London Dairy will be smaller. So right now the store is two floors. It's got about 118,000 square feet and a little bit of space, uh, according to the lease plans that I was looking at. So it's going to be downsized to about half that. So about 60,000 square feet just to round it off. Uh, my understanding is this is going to be a bit of an outlet concept, uh, which means I think there's a bit of a rollout of a new Hudson's Bay concept coming out here, which I need to investigate a little bit more uh, before I do further articles and discuss it. But uh, nevertheless, uh, this is what's going to be happening at London Dairy. So uh, this store is something which will either be off price or, or outlet or something with prices that'll be a bit more uh, uh, value focused. Uh, again, I think is going to serve the community around London Dairy, which again is a diverse population. Uh, it's not the highest income part of the city. It's not, it's not, I'm not saying it's poor, but uh, certainly I think shoppers that live in that area and come to that mall are going to be very much appreciative of things that are affordable. I know the winter store does very well in that mall in terms of sales. So uh, again, it, and it's actually a really big, beautiful store. I've been told these myself. So uh, London Dairy is a really interesting shopping center. So keeping this Hudson's Bay store, I think is great. So what's going to happen with the vacated upstairs? Now, the upper level, about, we'll say, 60,000 square feet again, uh, is there's going to be an opportunity to extend the mall, curve the hallways around so you can walk all the way around. And uh, it 
remains to be seen what type of retail services amenities could be added in there. But I think that uh, Cushman and Wakefield is going to conceptualize something interesting and look at uh, continuing to evolve London Dairy as a shopping center. Well, and could you go into a little bit more of the current history, just because when I went through the fast facts, it might not have been fully up to date as we now know by Safe Home Foods. Yeah. So in 2015, uh, it was announced by, it was 20 Vic at the time, 20 Vic management. Now Cushman, uh, I think bought them out. I think that was how that worked, but um, that there would be an, an investment of more than $130 million to basically overhaul the London Dairy shopping center into something that would be quite new. Well, now that makes sense that uh, there were several years for that redevelopment listed in the quick facts. Uh, one of the big announcements as well was the addition of La Maison Simons the Quebec City-based large-format fashion retailer that also has some home goods and whatnot, kind of like a department store, moving into Londonderry. Now, I mean, just to put a personal spin on the story, in 2015, I was working with the University of Alberta, the School of Retailing, which is now Centre of Cities and Communities. It's merged and grown. But uh, I was working with them, and we were working on the Londonderry project, actually, in a consulting capacity with our student consulting group. And uh, (laughs) Emily... Salisbury, our executive director, told me, she's like, okay, Craig, you know, don't report this yet, but the anchor tenant that we got here is Simons. And I thought she was joking, to be honest, because already Simons had a store at West Edmonton Mall. I thought it had a radius clause, which it did. I think that was forgiven. But uh, I always thought, oh, you're so funny, Emily. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not kidding. And, and of, course, of course she wasn't, but I just, I just honestly never would have pictured this. So uh, this was a very substantial renovation. Uh, I was toured through here as the renovations were being completed, and they were showing me how the ceilings had been raised and how the facades um, were able to be re- raised as a result. So the amount of money and effort that went into this renovation was absolutely massive. I don't know what the final price was. We had 130 something million as being the number that was thrown out in 2015 uh, when it was announced and when I wrote about it uh, at first when I was permitted to. And uh, I don't know what the final cost was, probably more. You know how things are. Things are always more expensive in the end. But nevertheless, uh, I think it's the nicest looking mall in the Edmonton market in terms of being a large format shopping center with a renovation. Nothing against West Edmonton Mall or Southgate or, or Kingsway, but uh, just the interiors of London Dairy. It looks a bit like Yorkdale, actually. I think someone might have copied somebody, but it's great. I mean, you've got the you know limestone looking floors, the natural light, the uh, the bright food court, uh, which uh, I think isn't part of the old Eaton's space at London Dairy. And it was open back in the 70s, right? Um, London Dairy was built in 1970, or at least it opened, I should say, in 1972. So it's over 50 years old, but older than I am. Uh, the, uh, it was the largest shopping center in uh, Canada, west of Toronto. So in Western Canada, but even beyond uh, I think Yorkdale would have been bigger and maybe a couple of others, but uh, it was the only two-level mall in Western Canada at the time. Uh, it had three anchor stores when it opened. Hudson's Bay, which is still in its original location where it opened in 1972. And it'll be a little smaller, as I mentioned. But uh, Eaton's was at uh, another another part of the mall. And Eaton's, um, after it closed in, what, 1999, I think it would have been, or thereabouts, uh, um, is now tenanted by the grocery store by No Frills. There's a food court upstairs, and then there's also a I'm just going by memory, but a Fabricland and a um, Dollarama upstairs as well. So having been there a few months ago, uh, so that's the old Eaton's box. And then there was a, a Wolco store there years ago. Uh, Wolco having been another department store in uh, at least I think Western Canada at the time. Um, I think it might've been replaced by a Walmart after that. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to check on that, but 
Um, that's what happened with a lot of the Woolco stores. I remember when I was in grade 12, uh, there was the big transition from Woolco to Walmart. It was an exciting time in Canadian retail, even though I don't think Walmart was doing that well uh, to start. Obviously, now Walmart is wildly successful in Canada. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but London Dairy has a really interesting history uh, from you know 1972 uh, being an important shopping center. It's, it's continued to progress. Uh, I was there a while ago, and uh, there's lots of independent retailers at London Dairy. It, it's quite interesting. Now, it, it does speak to the fact that I think it had been a bit of a challenge to lease to perhaps lease spaces to some of the big national and international tenants. Uh, you know, London Dairy is it's in its own trade area, uh, but there is lots of competition in Edmonton having, you know, Kingsway Mall with stores like Sephora and Lululemon and West Edmonton Mall, which, I mean, that's gone even one step above with Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Southgate Center, which is a terrific shopping center, again, with some of the big national and international tenants. But uh, London Dairy has, I think, found its place to a degree with uh, some interesting local shops like the 780, uh, local shoe stores, local food, uh, and and you get a really diverse population of people shopping in there. So I, I think that for the community, the direction that London Dairy is taking, even if it doesn't have a big Sephora store in it, like uh, some of the other malls, I think this is the right direction for London Dairy. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen on the second level of the Hudson's Bay store as Cushman and Wakefield looks to repurpose that back into retail and uh, add new retailers, services, amenities, whatever else might happen. So uh, we probably should come back and do another podcast. I don't know, in a year or two or whenever, uh, uh, that has been uh, figured out, and uh, you know those new tenants are in there, and uh, we'll continue talking about London Dairy as being a great community center for Northeast Edmonton, if you can call it that. When well, is there anything else you'd like to mention about London Dairy, but just to wrap up the podcast at this point? And and the mall has continued to see some uh, updates and changes just recently. I know in 2019, H and M opened a store uh, at London Dairy which I think was a huge score. I mean, that's not a local type of retailer, but it is a fashion retailer, which is serving the local population and is not expensive, thank goodness. So um, I got some great socks at that H&M store, by the way, when I was in there last time at London Dairy. But um, again, I think it's another great tenant that's in there. It's a major, I think, a a great score for the shopping center to get that type of a retailer. So uh, it's right by Simon's. And Simon's itself, I mean, the store is beautiful. They All the new ones are it's got art, you know, the artwork piece in the center. It's not a luxury heavy Simon's store like at West Edmonton Mall, which has all kinds of luxury brands. But um, sometimes I almost prefer shopping the London Dairy one just because it's a bit quieter, but it's got a lot of the private label stuff. It may not have sold out uh, like, the, like the West Edmonton Mall store. I like the private label stuff from Simon's. It's affordable and quite edgy or at least fashion forward in many cases. And, uh, and the quality isn't that bad either. So uh, I, I, a great store. I mean, I, I'm just a big fan of Simon's uh, at London Dairy and of Simon's generally. So open in downtown Toronto and Vancouver, please, is my word for Simon's. <laughs> but that's a whole nother uh, discussion here that I've been talking for, for a while. But yeah. Oh, it's all good. And thanks for going through this popular content for the week. I know you're from Edmonton. You love London Dairy. You had done some work on it. So this is going to be great. And again, thanks for going through it and talk to you next week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care and bye for now. Bye.